Are you someone looking to build yourself up, to pivot, to make a leap from where you are currently now? Welcome to the Grace, Grit, and Glow podcast, a podcast about innovation, empowerment, leadership, and showing off your light to the world and making it happen. Join beautypreneur Nikki Tan as she shares insights on becoming your best version through her own story, her experiences, and her core values. Give it up for the show host, Nikki Tang. Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. Today will be another insightful episode that I will offer to all of you. The idea of the topic today was inspired by my recent business trip as I had our team's delegation for a sharpening of the saw sessions with one of our elite partner brands. The idea that small beauty acts infused in the right places and making a huge impact on your daily life aesthetically is a pleasing proposition, right? Our definition of beauty in ourselves and others is closely tied to self and social acceptance, and we are conditioned by our culture on what we deem as beautiful or otherwise. As a leader in the beauty industry, I advocate for beauty and wellness. I am a leading proponent in helping to redefine what beauty means to people with aesthetic solutions crafted by experts from all over the world. I believe that there is nothing wrong with making our outside appearance beautiful because admittedly, beauty on the outside empowers us. The aesthetic meaning of beauty has a profound influence on how we go through our lives in more ways than one. I have two questions for you. Do we want to expand and strengthen this culturally driven definition of beauty, which is largely based on external beauty? Or do we place more focus on a more organic, authentic, and most of all, freeing expression of our true beauty? After listening to this episode, let me know your answers to the questions I post for you. You can send me your comments at my community page, Beauty and Beyond with Nikita. Watch out for the post regarding this and I will personally read your comments. Don't worry, the questions will be included in the post if you are unable to make a note of it. I will pick three savvy and insightful comments who will receive special gifts from you. If you have not joined the community, I will provide the link in the show notes. Be sure to like the Facebook page of Grace, Grit and Glow as well. The link will also be in the show notes. Before we proceed, I think it is important that we know the real meaning of beauty and what makes us beautiful. I'll start with a beautiful quote from a classic beauty, Audrey Hepburn, as I quote, for beautiful eyes, look for the good in others. For beautiful lips, speak only words of kindness. And for poised, walk with the knowledge that you are never alone. Audrey Hepburn was graceful, poised, kind, talented, compassionate, and charming. But all these adjectives don't quite seem to fully capture her beautiful spirit. The dictionary defines beauty as a combination of qualities such as shade, color, or form that pleases the aesthetic senses, especially the sight. 
Another dictionary definition is that it is a quality or aggregate of qualities in a person or thing that gives pleasure to the senses or pleasurably exalts the mind or spirit. So when, when you think of someone who possesses beauty, who comes to mind? What is it that makes them beautiful? Is it their appearance or does their beauty spring from somewhere deeper? For me, what makes one beautiful is what we give ourselves. How we take care of ourselves on the surface and inside. How we feed our souls and how we give love to others. What we give of ourselves to others. We are most beautiful when we are reaching out to empower, helping, and loving others. We are most beautiful when we exude happiness. Don't you think so? Happiness is one of the most attractive accessories anyone can have. And a smile is the most charming cosmetic. Have you experienced when someone enters a room with a radiant smile? It makes that person beautiful. The kind of smile that brightens a room and cheers up those that notice them. I remember I read somewhere about someone describing a grandmother. I think she was an author and perhaps read it from one of her books. Perhaps you already know that I'm an avid reader, but when I read, I remember the lines that are most moving or have given me a meaningful insight and forget the name of the resource. Could be a blog or a book. Oh well, I really can't remember. So, back to the description of a grandmother, it goes something like this. She didn't wear a crown of sparkling diamonds, nor was she seated on a throne. But I knew she was a true queen. Her white hair was her crown, and her pure eyes sparkled like jewels. Hers was a beauty that cannot be purchased. It came from years of seeking the best gifts, becoming well-educated, seeking knowledge by study, and also by faith. It came from years of hard work of faithfully enduring trials with optimism, trust, strength, and courage. It is a beauty that truly lasts. With this, I picture my grandmother and my mom. They possess the kind of beauty that really matters. So, if you're giving yourself something that can enhance your beauty, be it from the salons or receiving treatments from aesthetic clinics, know that it is not wrong. You deserve it. In all sincerity, if you're discouraged about your appearance, you see yourself through the eyes of your heart. Close your eyes and feel through your heart. Feel the goodness in you. Feel how beautiful your soul is. I have an episode in Season 1 wherein I encourage everyone to create affirmations about being beautiful. However, until you realize that your body is simply a vehicle for your beautiful character to shine through, it would be hard to make those affirmations a reality. That is another must-listen episode, and if you haven't listened to that, I will provide the link for you to listen to it. The title of that episode is, You Are Beautiful. Yes, we are all beautiful. See yourself through the eyes of the one who made you. After developing a strong self-worth, you can confidently pursue both the enhancement of your external appearance and the cultivation 
inner people. There are two avenues to accomplish this. Focusing on inner growth and utilizing aesthetic methods. In the context of this podcast, I will delve deeper into the inward approach. As for the aesthetic methods, you can explore a wide range of options by visiting my website and the websites for related businesses. The necessary links will be provided in the show notes. The beauty is about finding your passion, being authentic to yourself, and practicing self-care in order to put your best foot forward. So, let me share with you some tips that I do to keep myself feeling beautiful the best way I can. First, I remind myself of my mantra that I use every day, and that is promoting beauty through healthy skin. This means eating well, getting the right amount of sleep, drinking the green juice, getting myself moving through exercise, drinking more water, and meditation. These are the decisions throughout the day that make me my best self. Making healthy choices. By sticking to a mantra of promoting beauty, it's much more holistic than how I treat my face. It's about mindset and it shows. I encourage you to make your own mantra that will set you up to experience beauty. Second, I take care of my skin. No matter what your skin might look like today, plant seeds for tomorrow. What I need is to start to take care of your skin while you are young. Being a leader and having responsibilities in our business and the community can take a toll on my skin. I have meetings all throughout. I travel out a lot in a year, and all of these things can put my skin through the ringer. Instead of being disappointed about the state of my skin, I immediately jump into self-care mode. Confidently beautiful is a skin that has been taken care of. Third, I make myself a priority. As a woman, we usually deprioritize our needs in favor of others. Women are the natural caregivers of the world, but oftentimes, we forget about ourselves. Of course, there are times when I feel less confident of myself, and I take it as a sign that I need to make myself a priority and do what I love to raise my vibration. Whether that means through yoga, meditation, a good facial or a good massage, I spend time doing exactly what I want to do, and I leave my guilt behind. Alone time is my way to recharge, and once I've taken the time to give my mind and body what it needs, I'm a better person for my family, friends, and colleagues. Now four, I shift and change my mindset. Most women zero in on whatever flaw or flaws they have. Instead of focusing on what you don't like, focus on what you like about yourself. Watch your thoughts. So if you don't like a scar, find something else to admire, like your eyes. I mean, shift energy. And then when you can, find ways to lessen the visibility of the scar. There are many medications out there or laser technology that can address scars. And last but not the least, I surround myself with people whom I know will always want the best for me. My sons are my rock. I also have my parents, siblings, and girlfriends. Having a strong support system is vital for everyone. 
It becomes evident that suffering arises when negative or narrow-minded individuals are present within your social or professional circles. Therefore, cultivating a positive and supportive network is crucial for personal well-being and growth. There are many kinds of beauty in many aspects. There is beauty for the eyes, the ears, and for all our senses. But for me, all these forms of beauty are unified by one thing which never changes and is present in all the variations, which is love. With so many ideas of beauty, some even directly contradict the philosophy of others. Can there be such a thing as an essence when dealing with beauty? Definitely yes. Blind people can experience beauty as well. They find it in forms that are available to them such as smell, taste, and sound. A blind person can be attracted to a person by their personality or their smell, relying on other senses to make up for the lack of sight. Humans can find beauty in unique places according to their physicality and condition. I believe it is our nature to seek beauty just as a plant grows towards life. However, it does seem that beauty is relative. It is linked to our perception of an event or thing, and therefore, its epitome is different for each individual. But even though beauty is relative, does it have an essence? For this, I turn to love. Love and beauty are closely related. When we see something that appeals to us, we appreciate it and label that experience as beautiful. By this logic, the phrase drawn to beauty is redundant, for beauty by definition labels something we like or have been drawn to. There are many things that we can appreciate in this world. For me, it can be the sound of birds, a good book, tasty food, an engaging thought, or a beautiful conversation. And ultimately, the highest kind of acknowledgement or appreciation is love. And therefore, it is the essence of beauty. It is when we love something that we see the beauty in it. We can call it a bias. But reality as we see it is always bias. We feel through the faulty instruments of our senses and filter experiences into boxes of beautiful and not pleasing. As you can probably hear, I never mention the opposite of beautiful because no one is. For things, yes, we can call them that if it really is. These boxes are shaped by biases before through our lifetime. A mother might have a child who is thought to be otherwise or useless in some sense. But a mother will always see her child as beautiful. That is because a mother loves her child. Love, therefore, is the essence of beauty. Nevertheless, it appears that beauty is subjective and dependent on our perception of an event or object which can result in a unique epitome for each person. However, despite its relative nature, one might wonder whether beauty possesses an inherent essence. The world is full of beauty and wonder. There are always new things to experience, sounds, smells, sights. There are numerous ideas of beauty in numerous cultures and traditions. But even though beauty is varied, there is this thread that connects all these ideas. Love. As I close, let me leave you with a 
beautiful reminder of our existence. God made everything beautiful, which you can read from Ecclesiastes 3 verse 11. We can experience the beauty of God's creation no matter where we are, no matter what the circumstance in our life is. Whether it's the birth of a new family member or the spiritual keys that we experience while enjoying nature, they are a constant reminder of God's beautiful handiwork in our world. And we, as humankind, are beautiful. Thank you for listening and see you in my next episode. All the best, Nikki. It's been a pleasure sharing my thoughts with you today. I hope this episode gave you a fresh perspective or an aha moment. Remember, we're all capable of achieving great things, and I'm here to cheer you on. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll catch you in the next episode.